0: Is real Kipper and Board on Sportsnet 590 The Fan? Hard to measure the amount of oxygen sucked out of social media when the Toronto Maple Leafs announced Matt Murray was their Matt. next number one goaltender of the of the of the fall season coming up here. Nick Kiprios. Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee off of a championship golf round out west, (laughs) and Josh Santos Uh, here for the next hour. We've got Brian Lawton coming up in a little over 20 minutes to make sense of it all. Former NHL player, agent, general manager, yada, yada, yada. He's going to be around to talk Matt Murray, Malkin, and plenty of other big news in the National Hockey League. But for the time being... Where do we start with Matt Murray? JB, you go first. You made it abundantly clear on your text, uh, on your Twitter and your uh, your text messages to me. Not a huge fan of this. Let's start with you first. I hate it. I hate it. I
1: absolutely
0: hate it. you <laughs> for joining us, everybody. I
1: hate everybody. it. I hate it. Listen. That's, I, the uh, that's the show. That's I the show. I have been, you know, a... A long defender of a lot of the things that Kyle Dubas have done um, that I thought the process was good on and a lot of the times it didn't work out even, you know, a lot of times it did but even the ones that didn't out, you could see what he was doing. I can make sense of the Nick Ritchie gamble I can even kind of see the, the Peter Mrazek thing if you want. I, I can see a lot of the things that, you know, what we, what was tr- thought about and what they were trying to make happen with a lot of the deals. The Matt Murray thing to me is pure hubris. Pure, I'm going out my way with my people. This guy from the Sault Ste. Marie. I don't know how many players played for Kyle in the Sioux that made it to the NHL, but every single one has now played for him. It, like, it screams I know... I know my people better than other people. Those two teams never even won a championship. I, I'm getting off the rails early. He, I hate No,
0: this. you're all right. You're all right. And I, I, I get all of that. Um, and I'm with most people is that uh, I've been around the game a long time. and uh, I, But I cannot, I cannot sit here and tell you definitively that this is a bad move. I can't. Only because of one reason. And I don't lump Matt Murray in with the uh, other uh, Saints, uh, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds for just one reason. And one reason why I won't completely write this off like you have just now. The man has won Stanley Cups and the others haven't. And that's the one thing is that if, if I'm Matt Murray, I'm waking up today to listening to you, JB, and everyone else that's saying that I'm done... Mm-hmm. I only have one answer to you. I've won two Stanley Cups. So screw you and screw the rest of the world. And that includes Jack Campbell. And that includes others that have not got it done. Yep. Now, it, it, can he regain that magic? I don't know. But at least he's experienced it. He's hit high levels and that's the hope that you can get somewhere in between his highest moment in his career, and uh, the lowest was last year, and you hit something in between. That's the hope hearing, but I cannot, I cannot write off someone. I'm reluctant to write him off for the sole purpose is that guy has witnessed it and he's experienced it and he's and he knows the blueprint. Of winning a championship and that's something many others cannot say
1: I want to make clear that I respect what he's done and what he's been because I do he was a 921 save percentage guy over the first half of his career as you mentioned one Stanley Cups he has been very good throughout it so I respect what he's done and I'm not even writing him off Kipper but at this point the problem is the amount of things that have to go right for it even to be an okay contract like, you need him to stay healthy. He hasn't stayed healthy. He, it's been years. he it was, he played 45 games in the, the last 188 or whatever for the Sens. DJ Smith's quote about him was, we brought him in here to be the starting goalie. He just hasn't been available. He hasn't been good or bad. He just hasn't been available. So you need him to be healthy, just like you needed pre- Peter Mrazek to be healthy, and he wasn't. And then you have to have healthy, and then find his form that he had in the first part of his career, which is also uncertain if both things go right 4.7 million dollars for for him is okay it's still not great all the places you want to spend money all the way if you wanted to make a matt murray gamble i can see it at 3.5 one pi, million, that 50 percent retention it's the money when they need every penny right now it's the money to me that makes the gamble not worth it
0: all right sammy uh plenty of time for you to dissect all of this uh, you are uh, the voice of of Leaf Nation here. Uh, Justin says four point seven. Why don't you just give Jack Campbell five then? Uh, it, it, was that enough retention for you? Would you have been more comfortable at three, three and a half, so you can go spend and maybe shore up more of the blue line? Let's go to you.
2: Well, I am. I put out a tweet last night saying that I have a hunch that this is going to work out, and not. For any sort of statistical reason, you look at last year, look at what he did last year, the last three years, he's been very, very bad. And I don't know how much of that was injuries, I don't know how much of that is the the defense he's played behind. Listen, there's a ton of stuff to point to the fact that he is not going to work out and this could be a disaster. But for some reason, I just have this feeling, it's a pure hunch, that this could work out, that this could be a good trade. I. I just think uh, that goalies are so weird, boy. Goal, that's just, your. That, that's my number one argument. Goal, that's the whole mess
1: that goalies are weird.
2: Sammy. goalies are so like. Are you convinced? Are you guys convinced next year that Matt Murray is going to be have a worse season than Jack Campbell or Darcy Kemper? Because I am certainly no. not convinced of that. I just really don't think that there is a huge difference between these guys, the guys that you're looking at, uh, and go to just to go back to Kipper's point about. Um, just to go back to Kipper's point about winning. He's also the last guy to beat Vasilevsky in a game seven, just as an aside. But, um, it's, hey, facts that are facts, is, buddy. Facts is, are facts.
0: This is your, yeah, you, know, you cherry pick useless, useless ones. Never ending. I don't know if that's useless. Sammy, is this your never ending um, leaf blue and white, uh, you know. No, because hopeful I think goodies. I should hate
2: this. I think I should hate this, and most of Leaf Nation hates this. Like, I really do think if I – I just don't know why I don't hate it, basically, is what it comes down to, because all my friends do, everyone that I've talked to about this is not in favor of this, and I just have a weird feeling that this trade is going to work out right. I I know that they probably retrained how much? A million too much on this, would you say? Maybe a million too much? something Yeah, I think they probably retained a little bit too much money, but I just think goalies the market, it's so uncertain. I really, really don't think this is the worst thing that Dubas could have done. I do think this is going to have a good – I have a good feeling about it. I don't know how to explain it, but I have a good feeling about it.
0: What would be uh, the biggest concern here, uh, JB? Is it uh, style of play or just the fact that uh, he is not durable? If you take a look at his injury rap sheet, it it rolls like uh, toilet paper, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. and you, you can can he even stay healthy long enough to give you, like right. what would be a home run for the Leafs? Forty five games. Yeah, what is the fifty fifty yeah, five? Like what can you well, count this, on this a guy with thing. this rap sheet?
1: This is the thing: is that like. I am talking about Matt Murray right now as as if this is the plan. It's going to be Murray and, I don't know, Shalgren. Like, if the Leafs go out and they say they make a trade, they trade the 3rd and the 7th for Aiden Hill from San Jose and they get Hill cheap and all of a sudden it's 6 million in goalies and they split the net. Like, you can talk. There's a world you can make it work, I suppose. But yeah, the injury thing is, is number one, he's he's a high hockey IQ goaltender. He really thinks the game well, but he's not overly really quick post-to-post and on top of being injured that slows you down a little bit. Like I just don't know if he's athletic enough at this stage so, in his career. Even though I know he's not even thirty, I I, don't, I just his glove has been an issue in the past. I just can't... they're supposed to win the Cup, boys. They're not supposed to get okay goaltending and have Mrazek with his twelve and six winning see, record last year. But who's gonna who's gonna play then if it's not him? Is it
2: Campbell? You're giving him the term. Like the thing that scares me with the term is. This term, the two years at 4.7 or whatever it is, is, you know, that's two years. You That's livable. And you know what's coming up in two years? A rather big contract that's pretty important to the franchise here with Austin Matthews. If you go out and you give – what's Kemper going to get? Six and a half for eight years? He's going to get a massive contract. You know, Sammy. Jack Campbell's going to get a massive contract. If. You don't want to hamstring yourself with a big, bad contract when Austin Matthews is up for a con- I just – I think it's a good window yeah, to you give – If he's
0: leaving. If – if, yeah, Matt, I mean, hey,
2: that's true too. But anyway, go ahead, Cap.
0: I was just going to say though, if, if you're Kyle Dubis uh, and and you've committed 4.7 to the next two years to to Matt Murray, uh, are, are you even thinking that far ahead? Like, this is is this is this a decision that can be the fork in the road for Kyle Dubis's future with the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: Definitely definitely it is. It definitely is. Definitely this, So, to me, so you does know, it I...
0: matter? Does it matter? Like, are you even thinking about like you know, let's just say uh it doesn't work out with Matt Murray and you're struggling to make the playoffs by Christmas. Um you, you can't even go that far ahead to think about mm-hmm. Austin Matthews and his future or, or all of a sudden is it irrelevant if if you if you didn't want to give Jack Campbell uh Three more extra years, like is, yeah. The it next matter GM loves this
1: deal. I, I love the flexibility this provided the next GM here. You know, well, it, that's I, my I point.
0: Do... Is is this the one that puts Kyle's cojones uh, on the line here?
1: You know what I really am stuck on right now is how this this feels like Dubis is going down swinging with his people. Like the director of amateur mm. scouting for the Leafs is West Clark he was a scout for the Leafs. Lou Lamorello fired him, but he was a Sault Ste. Marie guy. As soon as Lou left, Kyle brought him back and promoted him. The three people he just named AGMs, uh, on the Toronto Maple Leafs, got their first job in pro hockey by Kyle Dubas, you know, bringing in Matt Murray to come in, a guy that they had success with in the zoo. Like this, this whole thing to me right now is like, it's, it's my people. We are going, we are going all in the way I want to do it. I'm sick of everyone else's plans. It's my people this year. So, well, to me this this is a statement move that it's just we're going the Sioux way all the way to the end here, one way or the other. I just i, I that's fair,
2: and the Sioux thing is definitely fair. And it even frustrates me. Like it's like, oh my another guy from the Sioux, but in this case, like Kipper said the winning thing matters to me and listen Matt Murray has more pedigree than Jack Campbell does. He was excellent in junior, excellent in the AHL, excellent in the NHL. Won two Stanley Cups and was really good in both those playoff runs. Like really really good. And I I just don't think it's the worst bet when you're betting on pedigree. I love this pedigree, is... especially with goalies. Yeah. They he've proved that he can do it. He, if he regains his form, it's so will be able to think listen Remember how bad the goalies were all year last like he was uh Jack Campbell was great for November and December, and then awful for a majority of the season. And how many games do the Leafs still win? The Leafs don't need an unbelievable regular season goalie. They need a goalie in the playoffs, a guy that can prove that he can win in the playoffs. This guy's done it. I know it could be Stockholm syndrome here, but I have officially, officially talked myself into this working out. I, I know I'm, that this tape will get played when he gets injured in the first game, but boy, I just really <laughs> have a weird feeling. I do. I'm sorry, boys. Okay. I gotta be honest,
0: yeah. and and just to extend that conversation here, um, you know, the first thing i th- I want to think about with with a Matt Murray in net is my first thoughts are are what do, what does he truly have in front of him? And I think we are in the era of the Darcy Kemper right now where just come in and make the saves that you're supposed to make. That's, that's how you get away with not having to spend $5 million on a goalie. And I think they're, they're putting the, the stock into that for Matt Murray. If, if I'm Kyle Dubas and I need Matt Murray to stand on his head, like Jack had to do many occasions in the first half of the season – or Frederick Anderson for his duration with the Toronto Maple Leafs, albeit the regular season, then I think I'm more worried about what's in front of him than what is actually going on with Matt Murray. And if I'm going to continue I... to watch Justin Hall make horrible pinches or Lilligrin standing on the wrong side of, of of his check in the defensive zone, then Matt Murray or anyone else is eventually gonna crack. And that to me is the big thing. I remember in in uh covering the Pittsburgh Penguins uh during the Stanley Cup uh final, and I don't know whether or not it was Elliott or Kelly Rudy or somebody said that uh, you know, Matt Matt Murray's got a chance to win a, a con Smythe here. And I I I turned around, and I said, not a chance because of 87 yeah okay that guy dictates that guy is that guy has there's there's nobody even close on the ice that's influencing the game as much as 87 and i just think as a goalie watching constantly and i I don't want to bash the goalie union here but they don't win hockey games they don't they just prevent you from losing and that, that, to dick. me, is <laughs> what the Leafs need out of him, which, which just goes back to the most common denominator. Just make the saves that you're supposed to make. You cannot control like- tic-tac-toe back entries. Uh, you have to have faith in your guys in front of you. I'll just I, – I, I don't have – I won't give up the goal that just crushes my team. And that's what they're looking for out of Matt Murray. And it, when it all comes down to it, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner have to be the Sidney Crosby to, to, for the Leafs to win here moving forward. This isn't really on Matt Murray. It's going to be what's in front of him moving forward that will dictate his success.
1: Well, first off, of course, goalies, wins, goalies win hockey games. We see goalies win hockey games. Of course, they can't shoot it in the net. But goalies can win you hockey games. The, the, what kills me here, Kipper, is... It screams everyone giving up on analyzing goaltenders. It's going, well, we don't even know. That's all this is. Is like, I think this is the the la- the first season that past save percentage wasn't like correlated with future save percentage. Goaltending is weird. And now everyone's going, well, who nobody knows. Since nobody knows, just grab anyone. Just grab anyone. Matt Murray, who knows? Maybe he's like, or it's like, it doesn't. It doesn't even feel like they're trying to do goalie analysis. Just that's where we're at with goaltending. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe this guy can do it. It feels like giving up. Torney, I'm
2: I'm not. I'm not trying to say this in a like a confrontational way, but I just want like, what do you? What would you have preferred? The five years for Jack, especially with the the choices out
0: there. Yeah, great.
1: So I love. I, I didn't mind. So Kipper had suggested going forward with what they had until they figure out. Who's available? Can you trade for someone in season? Just because there aren't a great available options right now doesn't mean you go tie yourself for $5 million to a guy for two years that you don't like, that can't win. Are we sure he's an NHL goaltender?
0: Would you have stuck with Peter Morazic to start? Is Matt
1: Murray better? Yes. At least he looks like a goalie. <laughs> At least if I'm going to have to watch a bad goalie, let him look like a regular goalie. Okay. Listen, How's I, that sound? I know what Matt Murray's done, and I don't I don't want to be the guy who's, like, saying that... I'm not saying Matt Murray hasn't had a good career. I'm saying that the, for three years now, we have evidence that this guy is not a starting goalie in the NHL. So I don't see why you tie yourself to him just because you don't like the other options. When you can just sit around and wait and see if someone becomes available, make a deadline deal, something... I.
0: They can still just, do that, JB. They can still do that. Yes. And well, they so can that's turn around. where
1: that's where this conversation has to go. That, Is that, there options after this? Yes,
0: there are. He gets hurt one more time and uh you you put him on IR and you wave him off. Get the money off the books. I, I think it's that simple.
1: Maybe that's it, Kipper. Maybe it's a thing where they think that if he's healthy he'll be good. If he's hurt, they can put him on IR. Maybe it's it's as simple as that. They just believe that if they this is a bad deal, it's because he gets hurt, and then they can bury him anyway.
0: And so, they yeah. can bury him anyway. And it's not the Ottawa Senators where every penny matters. They will put that thing in the Marlies. They will write it off, and they'll go shopping. Um, I, I don't know what at, at that point though. Are if that if that is truly the case, are they fighting for a playoff spot? Are they out of a playoff Ooh. spot?
1: Like, would you guys not have rather seen them traded yet another pick and sign Gorgiev or traded a pick and signed Billy Huso or, tra- or signed Samsonov in the off-season, or no. taken one of these other options? You wouldn't rather have Gorgiev, Huso, or Samsonov to Matt Murray, Sam?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to analyze goalies. I have not convinced then that's that these guys will be better.
0: Well, <laughs> it's like, we terrible saw, that the like, analysis was-
1: is I don't know, so
0: sure. I- I would have gone, not
2: them. They've sure. obviously analyzed this. They're like, uh, they clearly uh, uh, think. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, head camper, Get
0: in uh, under 40, uh, under 4 million a year. Uh, I, I think Detroit uh, did great for Villy Husso.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, at least you're going, maybe he's a guy, you know, maybe he's a guy who can. I, I mean, I guess you're crossing your fingers on Murray like that. and I, I don't know. This may be, and I hope it is, the most wrong I've been about a Dubas deal. Because generally, I'm like, I see it, I see it, I just don't see it here. So,
0: there, I don't know. the the people that I've talked to um, on all sides say that Matt Murray's coming in with an abundance of confidence that this guy will not like he he is coming in thinking uh, he, he can do this, and I think yeah. that was a big play uh, on the Leafs outside of Uh, the physical he'll be fine (laughs) outside outside of uh the physical they really believe that uh and and matt murray you know i don't know what how publicly he'll come out but he's just like ottawa tried to embarrass me and i didn't deserve it i was i I was playing better than they they were telling me i was and i'm just going to be fine here so Uh, Is that the fire that he needs to come into this market? The only thing, you know, I think historically when I look at at goaltenders that have great success in the early years, and there's only been like a handful here. We are talking historically 23-year-olds that hit the home run here in net. And win Con Smythes or win Stanley Cups. Uh, Ken Dryden, Cam Ward, and Matt Murray, and Patrick Waugh at twenty. I, I don't, am I missing somebody? But John, John Quick. I don't know how old Quickie was. Um, but when when you have that early success, it is hard to catch up as you get older and Cam Ward never recovered off of that Con Smythe win when he won with with Carolina. Matt Murray's trying to regain those early years. Ken Dryden came out of college in 71 and won, but 8 years later he quit. You know, he, didn't, he he's he's in his prime uh and and just shuts it down. So outside of that, there's there's Patrick Waugh. and I, I played against Patrick Wah. I looked in his eyes the feeling you had when you played Patrick Waugh is that that guy would slit your throat to beat you yeah and I don't know whether Matt Murray or or Cam Ward or you know they, I mean they don't they don't they don't have that same edge but it's hard catching up when you've had such early success in the National Hockey League and I think that's been a that's played into Matt Murray.
1: Yeah. You know, the best way that this plays out is what, that Murray is healthy and a fresh start and he's connected with Dubis and Keefe. Again, he feels positive about things. He played pretty well last year in Ottawa in limited time. You know, he, he gets on a run, you know, plays, plays well for the Leafs and gets feeling good about himself or himself, plays 50 games or something like that. Like there's a world where he earns his money. There's a, there's a world where For he sure. earns his money. It's not that I can't see that. It's that I don't like the gamble. But, I don't like, you know, go pushing your chips in on the 2 7 offsuit, even if you end up catching a, you know, a, a whatever, full house of some variety. And, and, Borny, on the other side of things, I have to acknowledge that this could be an
2: unmitigated disaster. Like, there is, <laughs> like, there is equally, I think maybe more chance of that, to be honest, but I just, I really have a feeling that it, it could work out. I really do. Like, there's a chance yep. this is Dubis's last, I'm last thing and he's gone. There's happy people. I'm seeing is, it. You uh, are? Oh. Is yeah, it just yeah me? Your, boy, your boy Jake Beliefs is in there. Oh, yeah. I already retweeted him this morning. Yeah.
0: Let, let me throw this one at you. Uh, and I don't know how many people are having this conversation. Is Is the Leaf blue line good enough for where Matt Murray is right now?
1: Well, Riley takes some chances. Can, can they protect takes them? Some chances, yeah. They got some guys who like to get up the rink a little bit, don't they?
0: Can they protect Matt Murray? That blue line? Mm, yes or no? <laughs> ding, 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 <laughs> yeah, give me the Jeopardy ding, theme. I don't know. Ding 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 what's, what's ding, ding. What's Muzzin? What's Giordano?
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I'm can. not all fully committed, but. I yeah, like their
0: decor. I, 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 that's where I, I question it.
1: It's, I, I, am nervous about how this season starts for the Leafs. I'm gonna to pick through that uh, that schedule of theirs in the the early going. But uh, all right, pressure.
0: so go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say uh, anything else to add on uh, Matt Murray? If we, I, I'd love to kind of extend the uh, goaltending conversation just to to follow it up with uh, uh, Jack Campbell. And uh, sure enough. Brian Lawton now joins us. Uh, Lots, lots to talk about. Pun intended. Lots,
3: lots, lots, lots to talk about. Tipper, A little bit calm before the storm this morning, don't you think? Yes, a a
0: little. Um, First of all, as it started to build towards a Toronto-Ottawa deal, uh, your initial thoughts and then um, hearing that the... The trade was done last uh, uh, yesterday.
3: Yeah, my, my initial thoughts, and I haven't confirmed it, but I did a bunch of researches. I felt like Toronto was maybe looking in some other directions. Those potential options, maybe a Darcy Kemper, some other players, seemed to be slipping a little bit. And I think they ended up going with something they knew they could get done. Uh, to be not caught without a chair when the music stops. That's, that's my analysis. Uh, Matt Murray uh, is a guy that, you know, has played well in the past, has won Stanley Cups. There is some familiarity with him for the management team in Toronto, obviously, but I don't think it was their first choice.
1: Lots, one thing that we we never got to in the first 25 minutes, which is actually surprising considering how much we talked about Matt Murray, is the, the lack of retention and the picks. You know, they needed them to, re- Ottawa, to retain more money, more than they needed picks. Could, do you think they could have involved a third team and say, you guys hold this third and retain another 25%? What are your thoughts on the return they got in this Matt Murray deal?
3: Well, you can always involve a third team, but that's going to drive – somebody has to pay the freight on that. And I don't think Ottawa was willing to to really do that, so it would have fell to Toronto. Um, I will tell you this, in talking to teams, with the exception of the ones you know, maybe the Arizonas, looks like Chicago going that route, there's not a lot of people right now as we stand – you know, essentially a little more than 24 hours of the opening of free agency, that are willing to do that. They may be willing to do it in two or three days. I think Toronto was on their own timeline and did not want to get caught, as I said earlier, without a chair when the music starts. And, uh, you know, looking at the goalie market, it's really fascinating to me, you guys. You look at all the guys that have just evaporated over the last three, four years. Pekka Rennie, Devin Dubnik, Ryan Miller, Corey Schneider. All these guys used to be starters, and now they're gone. And I can remember about six years ago talking to a gentleman that was running a junior team, and he was just complaining about the lack of goaltenders, particularly in the Ontario area. And I remember thinking, my goodness, there's eight million people essentially (laughs) – Around, in and around Toronto, and there's no goaltenders there. There's no goaltenders in Minnesota, with the exception of Jake Ottinger. There's no goaltenders anywhere. And I feel like this deadline is uh, turning that into a massive highlight right now.
0: There's no question, Lots, that, uh, you know, from the people that I've talked to, uh, Matt Murray does not lack confidence (laughs) to come into this market. He is simply a guy right now who's got two cups in his back pocket and, and feels like he got totally screwed over, embarrassed by the Ottawa senators. He had a coach that thought he was either lazy or didn't compete or didn't try hard enough to get back into the lineup. Um, But he, he he wants to come in here and he wants to, to regain. Is it simply uh, Matt Murray, uh, just getting a fair shake, starting all over again, or or is there more to uh, what he needs to do to, to, to hit high levels again?
3: That's certainly the other side of the narrative. We're talking about maybe some of the negatives, maybe how they backed into this deal. But the flip side and the world belongs to the optimist, and you're an optimist this year if you're managing a club because you need to be, because the situation overall is grim, to be honest with you. So you got to be an optimist. And the other side of the narrative is exactly what you just said. Matt Murray has won two Stanley Cups. He has, you know, stood in there with a Hall of Fame goaltender in Marc-Andre Fleury and essentially won the job, right? Mike, Mike uh, Sullivan always could have went back to Marc-Andre Fleury and stuck with him. He didn't do that in the past, and that speaks to a couple of things. That's an individual evaluation by the coach and i have talked to many people in pittsburgh and that was clearly mike sullivan's decision uh he took responsibility in it and he 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 picked right they won so matt murray has been in the fire before Uh, i don't think any player has really seen the fire that toronto can be until you get there though everybody talks about it and pittsburgh is a rich hockey market but it's not the same Um, In Ottawa, I did think things went sideways rather quickly for a guy that they had just signed a long-term deal on. I felt like that was a big move for Ottawa, and I felt like they were very unhappy with their decision early on, and that never changed. And quite frankly, in speaking to some people in the organization now, they're pretty ecstatic to get essentially $11 bucks off their books over the next couple of years versus – you know, certainly just buying them out, which would have saved about five. So a lot going on in this one. Uh, There is nothing in my opinion to say that Matt Murray won't come in and play better behind a better team, a team that's going to score a lot of goals, a team that proved that they can play better defense. Um, So, yes, there, there certainly is hope. That's not, what most people are saying right now. And part of that is just Toronto. The fact of the matter is no one's played a game. We all want to evaluate up front. Let's see how he does and go from there. But Toronto has made the decision to go in this direction and uh, they're going to live with it. I don't think they have a lot of options to try to undo this if it doesn't work out. And that's what you're paid to do. That's what Brendan Shanahan and Kyle Dubas Have to take responsibility for that. Everybody knows what's at stake. I thought Toronto had an incredible year last year. They just couldn't get it done again in the playoffs. And this is probably it in terms of uh, this management group. They they know they need to get it done, and they're going to do everything they can. I still wish they would trade one of their key forwards, but that's just my opinion, Kipper
1: lots speaking of former penguins uh Evgeny malkin uh
3: <laughs> it seems oh, like a...
0: jb can i just oh, stick yeah. on can i just stick a little bit more if... on the leafs before we move on of course on? of course yep um lots with uh with matt murray's rap sheet on injuries There's, there's not a chance that the leafs leave a backup situation to shallgren or or joseph wall here is there? I gotta think if he's not shopping for for a little bit re- more uh, experience and, and for reinforcement, uh, he will be after this show.
3: <laughs> well, that's certainly possible. In a normal year, I'd say there's not a chance. This year, with where teams are at, and it just feels like it's uh, it's like the draft. The draft was wilder than it's been in a while. I think this free agency period is going to be wilder than it's been in a while. And I think the reasons or the cause for that are there's so many teams that feel that they're so close. I'm not sure they're as close as they think, but there's definitely a lot of ownership groups around the National Hockey League that believe their team should win, and they should win now. That's creating a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of backup options out there. So I'm concerned that it could actually go the way you're saying it won't go, but it won't be by choice. It'll be by being forced into that position.
1: Uh, can I, I'm going to take this now to uh, to the Malkin situation in Pittsburgh and, and get your thoughts on how it fell apart for uh, such a legacy player, as Kipper calls him, the 101st best player in the NHL, didn't crack the NHL's top 100 players all time. Uh, and what do you think is next for Evgen- Evgeny Malkin?
3: That's a very good question. How it fell apart is just a function of where they're at, some of the decisions they made. I felt like when they went six years on Chris Letang, um, you know, at at 35 years old, he's not an old player by any stretch of the imagination. Um, He's essentially one year younger than Malkin. Malkin, of course, is 35 also, but he'll be 36 this year. Sid? 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 What's that, Kipper?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he he's is he one year uh, uh, younger than Sid?
3: Yes, Malkin. Okay. No, yes. Malkin is is one year. Sid will be 35 in August if my memory serves me correct. Right, because we know he's an 87 birthday, and Malkin is already 35, but he's an 86 birthday, okay. and he'll be he'll be 36 in July. But Latang right. and Sid are the same draft, same age one year younger, but the six-year deal would have really rankled getting Malkin, in my opinion. So I'd imagine that as much as money is a big part of this term is a part of it as well. Uh, I know if Getty Malkin's got some ties to Florida. He'd probably love to be playing down there. I just don't see how that would possibly happen between Florida or Tampa. So I don't know where he goes. Uh, if Chicago wasn't in a complete rebuild, You might have thought a team like that could certainly afford him, and that might be in their wheelhouse. But when you go around the league right now, it's pretty stuffed up. The New York Rangers are looking for a second-line center right now. Doesn't look like they're going to bring back Strome, but is Malkin going to go there for a shorter-term discounted deal? Um, You know, the Rangers have their own challenges, they've got guys like Cabo Caco that are unsigned as of right now. If they go big on somebody, let's say they decide it's Malkin or Patrick Kane, they make a deal, they're going to be exposed on some of their younger players for a group to offer. So uh, there's a lot of cat and mouse going on when you talk to teams right now. But I've never seen so many teams as nervous as I have seen right now when you talk to management teams that just are out on a ledge. Without a safety rope, and they need things to break their way
0: It's not hard to imagine Pittsburgh moving Malkin out of his uh, out of that slot and moving in a younger uh, trocheck or even taking a run at kadri that That may be a possibility you think
3: uh, certainly is a, a possibility it's, it's going to come down to money for Kadri in my opinion. Um, could they pay him more than Colorado could? Probably. Uh, have I heard that? I have not heard that. But, you know, there are centers out there, in Vinny Trocek, a Pittsburgh native, uh, that's certainly a possibility. He wants to ring the bell hard when you check in with the agents. He's looking for north of $5 million. Is that a guarantee, in my opinion? No. What's going to happen, and the agents know it, because I've talked to a lot of agents in the last week, and obviously I've been an agent, but they know that when the bell sounds, you need to strike quickly. Because if you don't get it done quickly, you may be left like the Toronto Maple Leafs were thinking with their goaltending, with no chair when the music stops.
1: Last one for me, Lot, Just your thoughts on the Blackhawks fire sale and and you know what the uh, the plan will be for the superstars and Taves and Kane and you know the interesting situation there. Do you think those guys stick around?
3: I can't imagine that Patrick Kane will want to stick around. Now, I have not spoken to Patrick. I don't know that. I think he's a winner. He's won in the past. He's capable of being a difference maker for a team. I'd be surprised if the Chicago Blackhawks wouldn't be willing to chip in a portion of that $10.5 million that he's owed this year. There's only one year left. So a team can do it. A team like the Blackhawks could do it now. They could wait. It would cost them a lot less and do it anytime after January or before the deadline. That's a decision that they have to make. I don't mind the Blackhawks going the direction they're going, and it's just you have to take into account that since we've changed the lottery rules, it's tough to plan on maybe getting or trying to get a Connor Badar or other really strong players next year. Uh, you just – there's there's not certainty – like there was when I was in Tampa, that if you're in a rebuilding year, you're going to pick essentially first through third. Worst case scenario, uh, the NHL smartly, and the GMs have a lot to do with this, smartly changed the rules where that's not as guaranteed anymore. And that makes the strategy of you know tanking a lot less likely. In Chicago's case, in speaking with their management, they just felt like, they had to undo some things from the past that they didn't believe in. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. Alex Dobrynka is a good player. The question, Kipper, is do you want to pay him $9 million for his final year, even as a RFA next year? And if you want to lock him up long term, do you want to lock him up for seven or eight years on an eight and a half, nine million dollar yeah. contract, wow. and I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that fit with Chicago, in my opinion, long term.
0: Uh we'll see if it does with Ottawa, and but that's the going rate. Uh, Nashville proved that with uh, with Forsberg. One more for me to stick on Chicago: Do they not run the risk of playing in front of five thousand people for the next few years? Uh, it wasn't that long ago that was a major issue uh, in the early two thousands.
3: It was, and a lot of people tend to forget what goes into winning or, in Chicago's case, winning three Stanley Cups. You know, Taves and Keane really ignited that explosion from that franchise. But the fact of the matter is Brent Seabrook, Duncan Keith, who's retiring perhaps today, uh, drafted in like '02, 2 What, they went 10-12-15? So it takes a long time. The Colorado Avalanche, they finally get over the hump and they win. Uh, Nathan McKinnon drafted in 2011 right now excuse me Gabe Landeskog 2011 Nathan McKinnon 2013 Nico Rantanen 2015 for that matter just takes a long time uh, to get there is Chicago prepared to go that long Uh, I don't think anybody there thinks it'll be that long but that is the reality in my opinion and when you fall to the bottom of this league, it's hard to get out the way things are shaped right now, uh, particularly if you're going to go into full let's divest ourselves of all of the core players that we have on this roster right now. Lots,
0: I got to throw it a break, but uh, one quick one here. Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau, uh, stays or goes?
3: I think he goes. And I think that he ends up in the New York area. We'll see who can pull off some magic. But uh, between Philly, Jersey, the Islanders, I I think he ends up leaving. I really do.
0: Okay, pal. Really appreciate your time. Uh, Enjoy free agency, and uh, we'll catch up soon, okay? Brian Lawton. All right, boys. I got to throw it a break, but uh, when we come back, I want to get your uh, your thoughts uh, to pick up the conversation on uh, Matt Murray's backup. You okay with uh, staying within house, or do they need to look elsewhere? That more after these messages, Real Kipper and Born. Everything you need to know about the Blue Jays. Blair and Barker. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee putting a bow on uh, the goaltending market. Uh, Before we went to break, I I wanted to throw to you guys and just say is Kyle Dubas done with the goaltending scenario? Does he have enough going into training camp? You want some reinforcements on a guy that uh, notoriously has been hurt the last few years? Let's go to you, JB.
1: I don't think they're done. I don't think they're going to be like Matt Murray and Eric Schalgren, who was an 899 as a rookie goaltender last year. Uh, Joseph Wall played, what, four games for them. I I, I just, you can't stake out the first few months of your season on that. So, no, I think there's more to come, Kipper. I I feel like you know something you're not telling us. What have you heard?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think they're still shopping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: Aiden Hill in San Jose appeals to me. Yeah. What about what uh, about uh,
2: Samsonov? That's a hard no.
1: No, I, I, I wouldn't mind that.
0: Uh, How much is he going to so get? It... Great question. Well, two and a half. Is uh, Washington not going in a different direction? So, like, what what does that say?
2: They kicked him the pretty quick.
0: Do you want him? I don't know. Uh, or. Do you sit and wait, and and to our conversation earlier, JB? Do you just just see what you have in training camp and start the first couple of weeks, and if you have to upgrade in the backup position, or if Matt Murray gets hurt, then go and get somebody bigger, maybe.
1: Part of what kills me here, Kipper, with this goaltending stuff is giving him giving Murray that money before you see what you could get at UFA time, like, I don't know, there's some guys you could throw some money at, at it, and if one of these UFAs wants to come play for the Leafs, like, like it sounds like and- Andrew Cops going to be available. I love Andrew Kopp. You know, yeah, is know, there some... You
0: can't, can't put pads on.
1: I know, someone has to play goal, but just, it feels like if you could have got another good player or two, can you do it cheaper with riskier? Is Sam off more of a risk than Murray? I don't
0: yes. I do no. So what you have left is jack Campbell, Darcy Kemper and everyone else correct those guys are going to be
1: rich. among guys who've been starters no yeah. sammy i i
0: what 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 is rich to you like uh five million
2: yeah near well, to me is rich to me is seven hundred fifty thousand so um uh, <laughs>
0: about... NHL terms buddy NHL um terms.
2: i think i think in the six million range no it was rich.
0: No, that's nope. not happening. No. Not nope. a chance. Nope. Nope. Darcy Kemper, believe it or not, coming boys. off a of Stanley Cup, will be he won't make much more than Jack Campbell if we believe uh five times five is on the table out of Edmonton. Darcy Kemper will probably fall in between Five two and five five. I, I can't see anybody paying more than five five for Darcy Kemper. He's
1: thirty two years old. I mean, who wants to give him, you know, a contract till he's thirty seven? That's pretty high risk. Another guy who's been hurt fairly regularly, that has to keep the AAV down too, so I get why and again the goalie market is there's not a ton of landing spots right now as more and more spots get snapped up, but
0: All right, uh, where do you guys want to go? Uh, Names throwing out there. uh, Nakushkin signs eight years, $49 million, and I was a big fan of his uh, throughout the playoffs, but wouldn't you want to see it one more time before you went all in eight years? And this really puts the stamp that uh, there's not a a chance that they can go and revisit Kadri uh, in Colorado.
1: Not a good contract, in my opinion, the Nechushkin one. Like I get you gotta keep him and you really like him, but you know, he's had he runs hot, he runs cold, he he does a lot of good things, but eight years on a guy who's been inconsistent is, is scary to me. You know, the the only long term deal I've really loved lately is the Nick Paul one for Tampa Bay at three point one five or whatever. Like how much different is the production in those two guys gonna be over the next seven, eight years? I don't know, but it, I'll take it at half the price, that's for sure.
0: Okay, one more I want to squeeze that, in. A, oh, go sorry. ahead, Sam. I was just going
1: to say, you better, you better hope the Cushion
2: doesn't score five goals next year. You, you paid Fernando Pisani $49 million here, potentially. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, uh, we're under a minute here. We'll start off, uh, we'll, we'll get in a, a Vander Kane conversation here because uh, clearly uh, he's not getting the money that he'd like out of Edmonton, uh, but we'll talk about that tomorrow as we go in To UFA, just a little over 24 hours when it gets crazy. And we'll be uh, along for the ride, as you will, tomorrow morning on Real Kipper and Bourne. Have a great night, everybody. We're back tomorrow.